welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For more fun times. And, and shenanigans. shenanigans. All the shenanigans. It's going to get crazy because we're in a mood. It's tired meets ADHD meets... Uh, Hell week. Uh, Hell week and coffee. Yes. Yeah. This week was cursed. So get ready. It's going to be a fun one. Well. Um, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. This is our sibling podcast slash YouTube channel about life with chronic and invisible conditions, both mental health, health and physical. Yep. Um, and sometimes our many voices series comes into play, which yeah. is great fun. Yeah. We do yeah. interviews with people. So yeah. look forward to those. We have more coming. Yes. Um, lots of dark humor. So be aware. It gets silly. Mm hmm. Yeah. Where can they find us? Um, you can find us on most podcast platforms now. Um, and eventually, Apple. Yes. We'll get there. Weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, if you want to watch the shenanigans, you can join us on YouTube um, or laugh with us on TikTok. Yes. We have a lot of really good TikToks. Yes. Um, and then join uh, the conversation afterwards or during on Discord. Yes. We Help also us. do our lives yes. through Discord. So you can come and participate and hang out. Help us plan episodes. Yes. It's good stuff. What are we talking about today? Today. Oh, my gosh. What it's are we talking about one. today? It is a good one. Um, we came up with excited. this yesterday after we had to mull around. We, we kind of circled around this thought for yes. a long time, and then we found it. And we're like, Finally. ah. Finally. So, well, I mean, how do we wear this? To live without expectations? Yep. How, how to live expectation-free? Yeah. Because so it's, it's easier said than done. <laughs> right. Well, and this concept is due to like the ever-changing nature of chronic and invisible illness yep. and not knowing what the future holds for us. Um, and this really is a huge thing in avoiding that like massive disappointment or... The despair. Despair. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. you can fall into that trap of, oh, no, this is forever. Yep. And then start... Expect, expecting, expectating, mm -hmm. expecting the worst. Yes. All the worst, though. Not just the one bad. Right, and, exactly. Like, everything could go wrong. And... Well, and that's where you come into play with, like, the unhelpful thinking styles mm -hmm. and the, like, I've collected data on all of these bad things and forgotten all the good ones that happened in between. Mm -hmm. And now I can tell with all certainty that the rest of my life will be terrible. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that. Yeah. But first. But first. It is time for the weekly recap check in indeed uh, like we said earlier the, it was hell week um we had to write it all down because it was a it mess. was a lot yeah i literally had to go back through our messages mm -hmm. to remember what was happening because thank god we talked to each other and we're like a stupid thing happened and everything's terrible yeah no i mean i survived the week because of it yeah like when it when i would hit the really bad points that's when i'd message you and be like yeah. everything's horrible i hate this yeah and just, I mean, just talking about it helps. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, you get it out of you. Yeah. It's that like, expel the demons. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you just sit there in it and stew and then become yeah. very bitter and angry. Right. And spiral out of control. Mm -hmm. Let's just do it day by day instead of one after the other. Yeah. So, that works. Let's see. Sunday was fatigue day. Oh, my God. Like, I slept almost all day. Same. And I was not allowed to be awake. <laughs> well, and I was, that was the day I was originally going to move the computer. Mm-hmm was Sunday. I was like, that's when Jen will have time. We'll do it. Jen had a migraine, like really bad. So Seven that times was this week. Pff, the pressure changes have been destroying her head. Yeah. So we slept. <laughs> that was the day that I, I couldn't move. Yeah. 
Oh, it was bad. Like, I think I got up twice yeah. the whole day. And then I ate dinner, but was like, you know, when you like want to cry because you're so tired, your whole body's just yes. like, I give up. Yeah. And so I'm eating dinner and trying not to cry because I'm just exhausted. Just not good. But yeah, I was glad it was on a weekend. <laughs> True. Because I don't that need was to Monday. miss more work. Uh, darn it. No, you did good this week considering. Yeah. You yeah. powered through. Right. Oh my God. And it gets When it you gets get to worse. Friday, you'll be impressed that she went to work. Yes. <laughs> my coworkers were also impressed. Or <laughs> they were like, Why were you, why are you here? Why? <laughs> One of them that day. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get, <laughs> yeah, to, get it. to it. One day at a time. So that was Sunday. Sunday was sleep day. Monday was pressure change ow time. Yeah, that was the day I hurt myself, yeah? No, that was Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, yeah. So, okay, Monday was the day that I was going to do everything myself, but I ended up not because yeah. Jen talked me out of it. There was still some fatigue. Like, mm-hmm. getting up on Monday was really hard. Um, Made it to work. Everything was fine. Like, And then at the end of the day, I was like, oh, I messaged you. And I was like, did everything just suddenly fall apart? Yes. And he was like, yes. And I was like, literally, I was outside. The wind changed directions and immediately my body was like, we're done. Yeah. No. And I, it hit me like 30 minutes before you messaged me. I was like, wow, like out of nowhere. Yeah. I hate that. That's the worst, especially when you're having like an okay day and you're like being productive and doing things. And then all of a sudden your body's like, no, done now. I hate it. Time to sleep and die. Well, and what's worse is that I've been trying to like hang out with people again online because I haven't been on much. But I kept having to like bail. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, let's do the thing. And then 10 minutes in, I'd be like, I'm feeling like I'm dying. I'm going to stop. Yep. I oh, mean, that was the day I had like those eyeball headaches, oh. which I don't know. I can't call them migraines because they don't last. Right. But it's like I'm doing something and sometimes not even like, oh, I was staring at a phone and then my eyes hurt. Right. No. Sometimes like I'll just be walking through the house and then all of a sudden my eyes it's just like someone's stabbing needles into them. It was bad. Needle eyes. Needle eyes. That was that conversation. Yep. Needle eyes. Yeah. Bad stuff. Not fun. But we survived Monday. Yes. Tuesday is where it gets really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so Tuesday, you had a fun time. Yeah. Tuesday, I saw David. Yes. Which was actually really good. Um, <clears throat> we caught up. Um we didn't even talk much, but he was, again, in the same vein as Anna. He was talking about how we're reliable and he enjoys us. That's so sweet. <clears throat> and we got to see um, the head nurse. I oh, can't remember her name. <clears throat> I feel bad. I should be able to remember her name. Anyways, the the one that recommended we see David when yeah, New Health yeah. shut down. Denise. Denise. Okay. She she was there and she was so excited to see us. She was like, I haven't Cute. seen you guys in forever. And then we like caught up in the hallways. And... I love that. Yeah. It was, it was cool. It's so different to have like really good relationships with medical staff. It right? really is. Oh, it makes a difference. A huge difference. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and it's so reassuring to hear that like you're trustworthy and that yeah. they enjoy you and you know, you're not just in your head all the time. Yeah. Brother of podcast bug um, <laughs> has my medical team now. And he was talking <laughs> to me the, the other day about how he's like, I love Dr. Wright. Like he's fantastic. And he's, it's so funny how it works because Dr. Wright will be like, oh, this sounds really familiar. Your sister had something like that, like going on. And I can't like tell you what we did. But right. But 
uh, this is what I can recommend. Yeah, I, or I imagine it's like you can talk to your sister and come back to me. Like it's like he he's like. So I would look into this thing that yeah. a patient of mine has been dealing with. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, just sneak it in there. And it's funny because Doctor Wright will comment on how similar we are. Yeah, and like all the way through, it's funny. I wish I had that. No, I love my team. I love my team to death. But I saw David, and then I came home, and I was like. I'm going to be productive. Because oh, you were manic. I was starting. This was the beginning yeah. of the mania. So I was like, energy, and I need to move the computer out of here so that I can. <laughs> this is funny. My hips were hurting and have been. So I was like, it's easier for me to edit upstairs. Yes. So I'll set it back up up there and we'll be fine. Yeah. Give us more space in here anyways, because we're going to do more um, interview style things. So right. Uh, as I'm going up the stairs, I get to like the third from the top mm-hmm. where the chair is. The chair. Oh, and I take a step and I slip a little bit and my hip goes, my left hip just pop. And then I try and catch myself and throw out my left shoulder. So there's like two pops in a row and I'm holding my really heavy water filled computer and trying not to drop it. And I'm smushed by the chair. So I kind of like stumble up, get the computer down, just set it down. Yeah. And then I couldn't get. I couldn't get them back in, so I was like trying to put pressure on it from the well, wall. Because and... it wasn't a subluxation. No, it was it out. Was a, like full dislocation. Like, my shoulder was from here <clears throat> to like way down. Yeah. And I was like, "Ooh, it's dangly," <laughs> and I could feel the nerves being Swing stretched. It in a circle. So I got it back in, <clears throat> and I'm like, "Okay, I've done the thing. Jen can take over. She's awesome. I'm gonna lay down." Yeah. And I did. I laid down for a little bit, and then I had to go to the bathroom. And on the way down to go to the bathroom, I slipped on one of the stairs, turned my my mm. body, but my leg didn't move, and it popped again. So my hip has been very, very angry this week. Yep. Like, I didn't walk for three days. Yeah. I barely went to the bathroom. I was like, this yeah. is going to hurt real bad. So I just stayed in bed. Right. But I was also manic, which is the opposite of staying in bed. <laughs> and Maybe that was, it does not like bed rest. That was just Tuesday. Yeah. So it gets worse from there. Yes. Well, and I learned all of this because I came home from a day where I was just pissed. Like yeah. I was I was angry. Stuff at work had just been a mess. And it wasn't like work was a problem. It right. was like stuff that I was hearing and experiences and people mm. letting kids down and oh, like that's... just bad, bad stuff where right. I was like, I was just so frustrated with the system. So I came home and I was like, Jim. Want to go to the gym? You could go to yeah. the gym. Yeah, dude, I wanted to though. Yeah. And he was like, "Ah, I ruined myself." And I was like, "Oh no!" And so I texted the little brother, and he and I went to the gym. Mm-hmm. And that was also like infuriating because he's going through it, poor bud. Everybody um, is, man. Yeah, it's just it's been hell on earth. I'm done. January can stop it now. Um, very. But yeah, so we went to the gym and everything was fine and great and dandy and we had a good time. Um, I got home and I went to like go inside and no. Okay. So I was on the porch. So I was out back smoking and I went to go in the house and I just kind of tipped. You know how you like that thing where you're like, oh, I'm falling now. Yes. And then I went to catch myself. But it's not the same as when you like take a step backwards to catch yourself. I went to step to the side. And I planted wrong and my foot rolled underneath me, got jammed against the hammock stand. Yeah. So there was like a round thing on the ground that I just 
jammed my foot against and yeah. folded it underneath me, popped the whole sucker out, and then was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, and I was uh, mad. And oh, so dear. I was just fed up and... I went to bed because I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this right. tonight. Whatever. No, I was in the same mood. I don't know how bad it is, and we won't know tonight, so forget it. Mm-hmm. So I went to bed. Were you able to sleep that night? Yeah. Okay. Like that night, it was okay because everything was just like, I don't know. I there, I feel like there's like a threshold where your brain's like, we're not gonna feel that. Yeah. We'll feel it when it comes down a little bit. But I knew it hurt. Like I knew. Yeah. I'd mess no, something I get, up. I get that exactly. Like, I could feel the burning oh. part of it. Yeah. But I just went to bed because I was tired. I was so tired. I went to the gym and everything. I was a good girl. And then Wednesday. <laughs> and let's see. So Wednesday was, oh, yeah, I woke up and I could not put weight on my ankle. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and it's one of those, like, well, I can, but it's agony. Right. Like, I could. If I absolutely had to run away from a bear, I probably could. But it was so, so bad. Mm-hmm. And it was my right ankle, so I couldn't drive at the time. And so I wound up taking part of the morning off. I got in like two hours late, so it wasn't horrible. Right. But I had to wait. I had to like get to a point where I could eat and medicate and wait for the medication to kick in mm-hmm. enough for me to drive. <laughs> And then I went to work. <laughs> that's that's going to be the, the theme for the her stories. And yeah. then she went to work. And then I went to work. And then I came home and everything was, was it, it hurt a lot. And I yeah. was like, I don't know what's going on. And it was a little bit swollen. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Forget it. Yeah. Um, and then you had a fun time. That's I woke up with food poisoning. Yeah. And so did Jen. Yeah. So. I also forgot that I had choked earlier in the week. On Monday, I had another fit where Mm. I was choking. Oh, yeah. You were telling me you had a lot of chest pain this week. Yeah. So what happened was I went to I was eating steak that Jen made and it was fine. And it got stuck for like two hours. (sighs) And it's it's a thing where like if I swallow, it doesn't move at all. Mm -hmm. Like I can feel the muscles going down. And like if I had water, it, it wouldn't go past and it wouldn't move. And it, it was like oh I would drink water and then I would vomit, unfortunately. But it wasn't gross because it was literally was just like water. was like my last week. Oh, yeah. I had similar. Go, go on. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Tuesday. It, I mean, it was to the point where I was bleeding because I was my body was trying to get it to go yeah. somewhere and nothing was happening. Oh, no. So I had after I got it finally, finally out of my throat, it was sore, like so bad. Right. <sighs> Just breathing, it was making yeah. me cough. If I swallowed, I would start wanting to vomit again. Ugh, it was horrible. So I got food poisoning two days after that happened. <laughs> right? No, so, so vomiting on an already sore. Ah. Oh, it was it was it was not fun. It was so no, painful. Bad. I was so mad. Oh my god. I was just livid because I was like, this is horrible. And I you know, I babied it. I didn't eat anything. I just yeah. sipped on water. Uh-huh. But nothing was nothing was good. And I don't think I hurt myself that day other than just having food poisoning. Oh, and then yeah. I developed a fever. Oh, yeah. And a migraine. And a migraine mm-hmm. that lasted for days. Amazing. Like light sensitivity, sound sensitivity. I hate that. And it was oh, behind my, my eyes and throbbing and I couldn't. Well, oh, I was. This week was just bad. It was it bad. Was really bad. I was messaging you. I was like, I'm, I'm manic. He I was need like, to I'm move. not going to make it. 
dude. <laughs> no, I my I was not having it. Yeah, everything was wrong, and on every level, I I couldn't get comfortable in any positions. I couldn't eat. I couldn't soothe. I yeah. couldn't. Like I, I could grind or ground ground myself, but yeah. I, it wouldn't last because I was manic. You know, right. it's like I'm grounded. So you're already and antsy, and then it turns into things. anxiety, and then yeah, yeah. So oh, I mean, good. that that was Wednesday for me. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I think okay. So going back, I think was it Sunday night where I took my meds and immediately threw them back up. Yes, I was so angry. I was so mad because I, I was already that. like not feeling well and not sleeping. Yeah, and everything was just a mess because the pressure was changing and it was gross and horrible mm. and blah 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 and i was already fatigued and i i don't know what happened like i took my meds and i drank water yeah and then i barely made it to the bathroom before i um projectile vomited across my nice clean bathroom oh, i don't remember you if that just was last that week bathroom. or this week but it was bad yeah and i was mad because i was like this is clean and it's late and i have to work in the morning and now i have to clean this up and i'm not happy so that yeah. that was also the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And I was irritated because it was literally like, and it's not even like, oh, I'm nauseous. I'm going to throw up. Right. And it's it's just that something didn't go down and my body was like, mm, chuck it. Right. All of my meds that I had just taken. That- so I had to take meds from today. Right. Um, From my nighttime dose for today. Oh, my God. To dude. make sure that... <laughs> I had something. So I was like, I literally just took them. Literally. So at that point, because you know how people are like, oh, don't double dose your meds if you throw up. But I was like, no, I drank. I I took the meds and then I threw them back up. Well, when I first, when that food got stuck, mm-hmm. I took my meds first and then I was eating to, you know, make the meds work. Yeah. They definitely came out. And that was part of it, too, is that I was sitting there angry because like I, all my night meds, my wombo yeah. combo, everything was gone. Oh. And it's it's so much and it had been like a long enough that I wasn't going to double up on it, you know. Right. But I could taste the meds uh-huh. so that I knew they were out. Yeah. So bad. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. So that was Wednesday. Not that, but we were on Wednesday. That was our Wednesday. So Thursday um I was at work. <laughs> oh no. And I was sitting there and I was already like I was on a sore ankle cuz it had been messed up and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was like doing better and it was like fine, whatever. I can tolerate this. Um, and I was literally, I was sitting, sitting. I wasn't yeah. doing anything. <laughs> and my ankle just slid apart. Yeah. And it slid apart in a way where my heel just thunked out to the side and everything else thunked God. out to the front. And I was just. Like I was sitting, it was fourth period. It was like an hour to the, an hour and a half to the end of the day. Yeah. And I was like, Summer, uh, buddy, I, I can't walk. <laughs> like I cannot put weight on this. I can't, I don't know what to do. Cause as soon as <laughs> yeah. I got up to put weight on it, like I almost went down. Right. And it's one of those, like, you know, when you make the surprised ow sound mm-hmm. and everyone turns to look at you Yeah. and you're like, sorry, that hurt a lot. And so they had to help me like get to my room and I was in so much pain, like the kind where you're shaking and sweating and flushing yeah. because it's just so unbelievably painful. Yeah. Just absolutely awful. It was like someone was stabbing through the bottom of my foot. From and if I put even weight on my toes, 
I would get electric shocks going through my whole foot and up my heel and into my leg. Mm -mm. So bad. And so I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. So Summer puts me in front of my room. My other coworkers are there. My kids are like running around. And so one of my coworkers, very sweet, she offered to go into my room with my kids. Yeah. Um, and so she's doing that. And I'm sitting outside of my room with like our mental health provider. And they're like, I don't know what to do for you. And I was like, can you go down to the office and see if they have crutches or oh, like yeah. a wheelchair? <clears throat> neither. We had neither. So I was like, I can't move. And they were like, oh, I can drive you home. I can drive you home. And I was like, I'm not coming back to get my car later. Yeah. That's not happening. Because my husband was already stressed out and I was stressed out and I didn't want to come back and I didn't want to make him drive me back. Right. So I was like, no, you don't need to drive me home. Like, there's no point anyway. It's going to be dislocated at home. Mm -hmm. What's the point? <laughs> and so I sat there. I wrapped my ankle really tight, like oh, super tight. That must have with, felt great. Yeah. Oh. With the like ace bandage because I was like, I don't know what else to do mm -hmm. other than like stabilize it and strangle it a little bit so I don't feel it as much. And I finished the day like that and then four like 10 rolls around and i can finally like semi put weight on it but still like one of my kids literally was so sweet she's like can i help you out to the oh, front like, yeah, like, you're, she's just the best kid i love her and so she was like <laughs> she slings my arm around her shoulder she's like which side is it and i'm like this one and so she pulls my arm over her shoulder and oh. scoops around my back and is like really put like taking a lot of my weight actually yeah. gets me to the front i hobble out to the car and i drive home just in so much pain and then randy had to help me get in the house oh my it was god so dude. bad and that was that was thursday night was well really, and that stayed out until really fun until yesterday until yesterday evening yeah when... so it was out until friday night and so friday i Again, I wrapped it up. I shoved it in a boot and I got to work. I used my cane for most of the day. Yeah. And then I came over here. <laughs> but I actually, I had to have you guys pick up a prescription for me so that yeah, I wasn't Yeah, we had to make an so emergency drop off. Yeah. Because it was <laughs> bad. It was so bad. And it just hurt a lot. Like a lot. Yeah. And I was irritated because I have an MRI today, but it's for the left because the left has been the one that's been bothering right. me so much. Mm. Well, and you're getting the other one done this week. Yes, on Wednesday. It's just, it's the wrong order. Right. So now I'm like, oh, dang it. Yeah. But it wouldn't matter anyway because we did get it back in. I can't remember what I did on Friday. <clears throat> Thursday. I I mean, it was probably just recovering still. Yeah, we didn't talk a whole lot because I looked through our mm -hmm. messages and it was mostly me going, my foot hurts so unbelievably bad, I'm going to die. Yeah. And you were like, my hip is horrible. Oh so yeah, I wanted to rip it off. Was stayed bad and it's still bad. Yeah, it's not as bad now, but yeah. it's still not great. No, it's still swollen and I can't get the muscles to fully relax, you mm -hmm. know, around it. Like it's guarding all the time. Yeah. So yeah, little brother had to come and he was actually the one because I've had several people try to relocate my ankle and we just couldn't. No, when he... Summer tried when it went out. Yeah. She was like, I cannot get literally any movement because the heel was out and it was locked. Yeah, and he so know he, he felt around like uh -huh, he was like targeted it and like worked through it and then, and then like, thunked it and I was like I saw God. If you want to see, it's on the it's on the live. Yeah, if you look at the Friday live mm -hmm. towards the beginning ish. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was like all for it. He's like, let's do it. Let's yeah. fix it. 
Yes. It was good. Uh, but we made it. We did. <sighs> and the live was good. We had a good time. Yeah. Both were, both were very good. Yeah. It's good stuff. We're enjoying doing the lives too. Yes. Like Oh, always. They're so much fun. They've been growing nicely. Like yeah. we're getting lots of people. We're getting some random people from yeah. YouTube to show up. We got called noble yesterday. Mm. That was interesting. Don't know how to feel about that. I know. That. I'm like, I don't know that it's noble as much as it's just like Hello, I will not be hiding any longer. Yeah, it seems <laughs> Look pretty... upon my pain and self, laugh. Self-centered. Like, we're doing <laughs> yeah. this for us. It has nothing to do with anyone else. But we love you all. <laughs> no. <laughs> In the beginning, it might have been for us, but it quickly changed. It was we like... We just didn't think anyone else would... Yeah. We, we thought that our opinions were too off to this. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to put it. No, yeah, like our... We we didn't think we were relatable at all. Yeah. Like, because we have really specific experiences, but they're pretty commonly shared among right. our community of yeah of of chronically ill and mentally ill people. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was just a thing. Yeah. And then you had an introspective moment. Oh yeah, yeah. About reflecting on how much we appreciate you guys and. Yeah, this morning, like I I woke up really early. I was up at like two or three, yeah. and I was like derping around on the episodes and i was just like i really like i was taking in the live and i was yeah. like i just I really appreciate everyone who participates and watches and leaves feedback and like the way that it's helped us grow yeah. like yeah it's amazing right. the people we are now would not be who we are without you guys it's yes oh absolutely so always like please leave us feedback even if it's yeah. just like a comment on the on the channel or you're commenting in or like chatting in the discord we read everything mm -hmm. together usually <laughs> or, or share things it. back yeah. and forth because it means a lot to hear from you guys it does and it's really great feedback when we're not sure what we're doing right we're just stumbling through this thing like y'all are it's true but yeah. yeah i wanted to say thank you because yeah. i really do appreciate you guys me too except you ben you know what you did <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys a lot. So stick around. We love you. <laughs> Please stick around. Yeah. And if this is your first time, hang out. Yeah. We have a lovely community. All right. Ready to start? Yeah. Our topic? I think so. So to live without expectation, to just kind of refresh that idea, is just to separate ourselves from a desired outcome right or the fear of an unwanted outcome mm -hmm. so i think it goes both ways with like there's so much anxiety about the future because it is unknown and instead of accepting the unknown nature of it human nature is to try to figure out like how are we going to crack this code right yeah like how can i be more in control how can it's a control thing for sure right because so, the unknown is scary yes and well, and, and even but it doesn't have to be right, yeah. right. It's like you always say: it's once you have the information, mm -hmm. decisions make themselves. Yes, and that's a lot of what what to do really. Mm -hmm. Instead of you know anticipating all the time, right, all the bad things or yeah, it like it, like you said, it doesn't have to be bad. It's yeah. just you can lose yourself in anticipation or retrospectiveness. Yes. Well, and I think there's value in looking ahead to see what. The possible outcomes could be oh yeah but there's a difference between that like being aware of what could happen mm -hmm. and
being stuck on, I want this one to happen and not this one, or I really don't want this to happen. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, I know this is going to happen. You don't. Right. You might be correct in your like hunch, but you, but don't, you don't know. know. Yeah. Right. Well, and for me, oh, what was my point? I was going to say that there was a time when I was kind of overwhelmed by it all. And that was before we knew what we had, really. Yeah. When it was just this is this is forever, mm-hmm. and it's it's just going to get worse. And yeah. instead of you know taking in what I could do at the time, I was just obsessed with the things I couldn't do in the future. Right. Or assumed that I couldn't do yeah. in the future. I had, I had that moment this week actually where, oh yeah, was it Wednesday that I cried three times in the same day? Yeah. It was yeah. It was Wednesday. I cried a lot. It was great. Wednesday is cry day. <laughs> cry break cry break break. yeah (laughs) um because i just i had a moment where i told myself in my little brain and was like i'm not going to be able to have the future that i wanted to have or there it was very specific it was like i'm not going to be able to have kids that's not in my timeline right but that's you don't know right no but it's it's so easy to get swept up in the what ifs and could Especially when you're in it. Yes. It's yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> and and it's hard to live without expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean, because especially for me, I like to think about all the possible outcomes so that I'm ready. Yeah. You know? Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's kind of a tool. I'm not sure how healthy it is to be like, you know, I could have cancer next week. What would I do then? <laughs> How would I go about? You know what I mean? No, okay. So you're thinking about like all of the unknowns and yeah, trying yeah. to pull from the ether the unknown thing. Well, but it's it's okay. it still has stuff to do with like what what's going on. But oh, okay, that was just okay. an example of like assuming the worst yeah. and trying to plan for it. No, that makes sense. But because like and I think we're both very similar in that aspect where if I'm looking at a decision or not even a decision really, it doesn't have to be a decision mm-hmm. anyway. But if I'm looking at something and I'm not sure what the outcome is going to be. I explore what the possible outcomes could yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. And then that that gives you the knowledge of like, okay, if this, then this. Right. If this, then this. If this, then this. That's how I've always operated. Right. Like I that's that's how I functioned for the longest time. Yeah. Which is good. Like it's yeah. it's like a anti uh what's what's the word I'm looking of? Thunkin'. Got a thunk. Got a thunk. Whatever, you get the point. Um, but there's also something to be said for being able to just let it be. Yes. Like it took me a long time to get to this point where I could be like, I don't know what's going to happen and I'm not worried about the outcome because whatever happens, I can adjust. Yes. I think that's huge because like understanding your own ability to problem solve, to think critically, to adapt in situations, Mm -hmm. to work through things. And I think it comes with age, too, where you can look back and you're like, I've made it through everything I've faced. Right. Like every single thing I have faced, I've come out the other side. Like I'm standing here right now. Right. And so having some faith in your own ability to be able to take those challenges on, I think, makes a huge difference. Absolutely. But it's also that like you got to give yourself some credit because guess what? You've made it through 100 percent of your bad days. Right. Thus that's, far. that's true. I never really thought of it that way, like that I've survived everything. Yeah. Uh, it does come with experience, though, the being yes. able to be like, I can do this. Like, yeah. I remember 
during one of the really rough patches we had, like right after we had some house issues. Like, I don't know if you, you remember this time, but like we the IRS screwed up our taxes. Yeah. And on we the, were losing the, the house. house yeah. And yeah. like I couldn't get a job and I couldn't keep the job mm -hmm. because of EDS, but we didn't know it was EDS. Yeah. <clears throat> and that that kind of like set me up for failure because I was anxious all the time. Right. I was always stressed about every outcome. And it wasn't until a few years after that that I developed the ability to be like, you know what? It's OK, though. Yeah. Like assuming the worst, I can manage. Yeah. And I will manage. Right. Well, and I think like you grow out of that childish piece of you that's like when bad things happen, you just automatically are like, I'm going to die. Right. <laughs> like this is it. I can't survive this. It's too much. But you can and you have. Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't know, because there's the big like trauma piece to it as well, where you you rack up those wins. Yes. In, through the loses. Yeah. Right. Well, that's one thing, too, is taking your bad experiences and using them. Yes. Like well, and learning from them yeah. and learning how to adapt and learning that you can adapt. Mm -hmm. um, and and learning that, again, like nothing's forever. Right. Right. So even if you're facing something that is extremely challenging and difficult and emotionally raw, it's not forever. Mm -hmm. It feels horrendous while you're in it, but there isn't uh, like there's another side. Oh, yeah. You just have to make it over the hump. The biggest the biggest thing that I just remembered, like the <laughs> the, the biggest hurdle mm -hmm. <clears throat> that Jen and I had to tackle together was when her boss decided to fire her on her birthday mm -hmm. because she took the day off and she had like no there was no reason for her to work anyways it was yeah. perfectly fine she didn't respond to a text so he got mad oh, decided God. to fire her Power and then rescinded on his 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 um paying for oh yes the kid yeah. care at uh -huh. the time, which he had explicitly said he would do in texts and in emails. Yes. And then, and then charged accused her. Accused her of stealing. Yeah. So yeah. we went from <clears throat> having a job mm -hmm. and being stable to mm -hmm. not having a job, losing our apartment and being uh, charged with yeah. felony charges of like, th um, <clears throat> what was it? It was like theft and, or something. Yeah. and forgery. Yeah. So and you had to go to court and prove that oh, it he went was on for full months. of bullshit. Yeah. She had like multiple hearings and- yeah we got through it and yeah. when it happened at the time I, I remember being like okay well we got this like we'll we'll get through it it's such a different feeling mm -hmm. right like to hear something that's like oh that's really bad yeah but you know what like it's not gonna end me it was when she was in um in jail because they she had to turn herself in oh yeah and then i was like no, no we got this we'll figure this out right and it, it's weird being confident in a crisis like that yeah when you know that it could go really wrong, yeah. But you have, you know, you believe in yourself enough to know that you can get through it, right? That's huge. It is because otherwise, I would have spiraled. And could you imagine, like, being like, "Oh, this is it. This is the end. Mm -hmm. Like, everything's falling apart." Right. And then you you're not being productive. You're right. just right. Well, in and panic. that like that use of emotion mm -hmm. too, like, and we've talked about this before, where being chronically ill. You have to learn to like measure your energy differently. Oh yeah, for and sure. And that applies to the emotional output as well, where you're like, ah, I could expend a ton of energy being upset and worried and scared and anticipating the worst and spiraling out of control, mm -hmm. or I'd be like, okay, let's see what happens next. Right. 
take it as it comes. Right. Ugh. But yeah. Like with my ceiling that fell in. So. Right. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't spiral out of control like because of that. It was just like, cool. What do I have to do? Exactly. Yeah. And it's. I think it's kind of like along the lines of dealing with the crisis at, at, at the in the moment, and then mm-hmm. like dealing with the emotional fallout after. Yeah. When, when there's like a safe time and space. That's our trauma superpower. Well, and that's it's a good coping <laughs> skill. Yeah. From what I was learning from talking to Libby the other day, is which is. I never crazy. thought. I always thought it was kind of maladaptive. Me too. But it, it, she said it's perfectly healthy. Like we do. We tend to delay the emotional part yeah we're like all right crisis let's handle it then we will examine and reflect and deal with that part after it's because we're coming we're back to it, it and visiting it yeah. and we're not getting like caught up in the moment mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah that that is a handy skill yes very much so because there's so much that's unsure mm-hmm. there's just it just is it's <laughs> the world is unsure your future is unsure there's environmental stress that comes about where you don't know what your stability is going to look like right. and especially now like economically we don't know what stability is going to look like we don't know what next year is going to look like we don't know what the next few months are going to look yeah. like you don't know and and this is the thing like we tend to panic over things that are already happening and have already been happening right but because it's like fa- like a fad in the news oh yeah getting like caught that. up into the waves yeah. like the news cycle on right yeah where you're like okay bud it was already getting out of control before mm-hmm. that and we were living in it um our jobs are always uncertain we mm-hmm. never know if we're still going to be able to work we never know if you're like if you're going to get fired or downsized or any of that that's still always a possibility yes even when we're not freaking out over the economy <laughs> right well and the brain the brain is a powerful tool in finding trends and yes. making assumptions and yes. so it's it's hard to it's or it's not hard it's easy to fall into the trap of being like concerned about your job in the back of your mind yeah and then oh suddenly now you're seeing all these things going on uh-huh. and it's starting to build up and now you're starting to stress about it and you're making assumptions about how bad things are going to get and you're 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 not being productive or helpful to yourself right. you're being lost is like the best way to put it right you're you're expending all this energy on something you can't control anyway instead of taking care of the things you can control Mm -hmm. and instead of like making sure that you have some nets in place or instead of right um like really focusing on it because sometimes we get so caught up in the what ifs that we wind up self-sabotaging ourselves because we're not paying attention Mm -hmm. to the next step yeah, I did that a lot in my early 20s. Yeah. I, a lot of my friends did. Like mm-hmm. I would see it happen after after a while when like, you know, when I had younger friends yeah. and they would hit a crisis and then yeah. it's the end of the world. And you're like, it's not. It's it really isn't. Yeah. And it's hard to give convey that. Right. Because it just sounds like uh, lip service. Right. You're just, it sounds kind of dismissive. Like, oh, no, you'll be fine. <laughs> it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is that you have the ability to get through this mm-hmm. if you could just calm <laughs> Right. Take a step back. Yes. Breathe. Like pull pull out of it for a second so that you can observe it. Yes. And if you can observe it, maybe you can come to understand it. Mm-hmm. And then in understanding, you can then make action steps. Right. Because that's really all we can do is like we, we can control what we can control. Yeah. And that's it. That's all we can do. So we, we can keep stressing about all the things we can't control or we could go, 
have I done what I was supposed to do and what I can do? Yep. Yes? All right. Now we wait. Right. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine. It's okay. It's okay. Because <sighs> we've said it before, like, decisions make themselves when you have enough data. And that's kind of how we take on all of that. Oh, yeah. For sure. At least now. Yeah. Like, did you ever have that phase? Like, maybe... I, for you, I guess maybe late teens, mm -hmm. like when things were going crazy, mm -hmm. you know, like with family and oh, yeah. and you're just like, you don't know what to do mm -hmm. because you're you're too stressed about what could be and what you're right. going to do instead of. Yeah. Well, and I think there's also something to be said about like knowing how to use your resources. Yeah. And knowing that people are also resources, mm -hmm. because I think when we come up against these things where we are super stressed about something that could happen or we're super stressed about something that we want to have happen, but we like, we've done all we can do. Mm -hmm. There are times where we withdraw. Oh yeah. Because we don't want, I think there's, there's still that aspect of shame to it where we feel like, like as adults, you should be able to handle this oh my God. on your own and it shouldn't be other people's problem and blah, 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 that blah, blah, blah. was the biggest hurdle for me in my early 20s is yeah. I didn't reach out to anybody mm -hmm. ever because I was like, I'm failing yeah, and I should be able to do this. Right. I mean, that's kind of the I'm theme gonna of- I'm going to look like I'm incompetent and incapable. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's things happen yeah. and you can get through them. And oh, man, if I, if I knew what I knew then- like if I knew what I knew now that back then yeah. and that I could handle it, things would have been so much easier and smoother. And ugh, it's just ridiculous. The amount I would take onto myself and then punish right. myself for. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, Oh, I deserve this. Like, Cause I, exactly. I got into like, this. Mess. This is my fault. I did it to myself. Mm -hmm. That's a big trap, by the way. If you find yourself in an instance where something has happened and you're like there's some amorphous reason that you've decided is your fault and you're oh like, yeah oh it's fine don't feel bad for me i did it to myself it's baloney it's a it's a trap that your brain is setting for you emotionally and mentally mm -hmm. don't believe that like no you still deserve to have help maybe you messed up but that's where we like recognize and learn from and take ownership of yeah and then we go I I need help. One thing I'm, I'm messed up that I that I had to to do in the beginning to kind of remember that like mm -hmm. when I was starting to understand that you could reach out. Yeah. If is people would reach out for me for help all the time, right? Yeah. And I was never judgmental about it. I was no. never like, "Oh, you deserved that." Yeah. Or, "Oh, I can't believe that that happened to you." Right. This is on. It was always like, "Okay, now how do we fix this? How can I help?" Mm -hmm. What if you yeah. realize that that's how people approach you? Right. That there are people. I mean, not everyone will, but yeah. in your life, there are people that will help you. That's such a useful skill, too, is being able to like think about things in a different perspective. Because mm -hmm. I think th this applies all over the place. And I see it with my students all the time where they're like, um, well, if I've embarrassed myself, you can never show your face again. Right. Right. But then you're like, OK, so try to remember the most embarrassing thing that your best friend has ever done. Or a stranger has ever done. Right. You probably can't. And if you do, you're like, uh, I guess that might have been embarrassing. I don't know. Right. People aren't looking at you and taking a log of all the silly things you like. Hopefully. <laughs> there, are, there are people out there that will do that, but they're not stable. No, and they're not the people you want you don't support want from anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
But that's the thing. And we all become, I think we all start out extremely self-centered. Oh, because for sure. that's that's how we are. Like we think about how we experience the world, right? Mm-hmm. Because we are the ones experiencing it for us. But then understanding that there's common experiences and that we are a lot of the same when it comes to being human beings and our mannerisms and the mm-hmm. way we think and handle social situations. Like you're not that special. It's okay. In a good way. Right. It's such a weird thing to say. You're not special, but in a good way. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's like, oh, I, I watched them like trip over their right. shoe the other day. Pff, lose points there. It's, just, it's always good practice to, to see things as you would for a friend or yes. how they, you know, treat yourself like you would treat your friend. Yes. So if if they would reach out and you would help them, they would probably you would do the same. Like, yeah. Right. I love I love that. That that took me a while to get there. But it's once a, I got there, it's a he- like super helpful skill to have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be like, let's view you from the outside. Right. It's different. It's not the same as viewing you from the mm-hmm. inside. It's that annoying thing where like your friends will be like, oh, I didn't want to bother you. Yeah. And you're like, you should have because I me, absolutely would have loved to help you. <laughs> It's not, it wasn't going to hurt me. Yeah. We did it to ourselves and we did it to our, like each other. And Mm -hmm. we're still trying to train the younger one out of it. We're like, you're never a bother. It's not how it works. We have a loving relationship with one another. Therefore, you are not burden. Right. Stop it. (laughs) We had like a a two year phase of that, though. Yeah. Like when we were trying to get through it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we deserved our our illness that we couldn't identify that was made up. we, We didn't. We were like, oh, the other one is suffering. Right. They're but, suffering, so I can't say anything. God forbid I make it worse by telling them that I'm not doing a great thing. Right. Well, and I still suffer with it. Like, I still struggle with it with, like, my friend group mm-hmm. where I'm like, I'll be having a hard time. But then I see somebody else having a hard time and I'm like, oh, it's their turn. Rin, Rin has wait. been struggling with it's this exact same thing, turn. too. She, she, because she... What the cycle is, and this happens a lot, so she'll be hanging with her friends and then she'll feel away and then want to express it. But then something else will happen. And she yes. Won't. And then she has this emotional baggage and she has to come and t- talk to me about it to yeah. relinquish it. Right. So she's not bottling it up, which is really good. You share it with them in the middle of somebody else's breakdown. Right. And well, she, she'll say that. She's like, I, I wish I could tell them, but they're in the middle of this thing. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you can tell me. Yeah. Like. Well, that's that's huge, too. Yeah. Like. There's a lot of places you can reach out to mm-hmm. and a lot of different people and a lot of different formats. And if you're in our discord, you can always reach out within the discord. And oh, yeah, exactly. What that's Which, for. And so, our discord is amazing in the the amount of experiences that we all have. Yes. Someone will have some sort of advice that's yeah. relevant and helpful. Right. It feels like. Yeah. Like I've seen people post something like really obscure and then someone will be like, oh, actually, it you know, if you try this or look okay. into this. It's yeah. it's beautiful. So like yeah. if you're lost and you need direction, maybe yeah. try the Discord. People are resources. Yeah. And they are super valuable resources. Just don't treat them as tools. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Whew. laughs> also, don't be a tool if you can help it. Like fair. Stop that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a lot of skill building that helps us to get to a point where we can focus on the road immediately in front of us. Right. Instead of, and I think it goes both ways, right? If we're looking way off in the distance, you're not paying attention to where no, you're going. No trip. Yeah. But if you're also looking at your feet, you're not, you're going to get lost. Or walk into something. Or walk into something, right? Yeah. So 
it's a lot of like be aware of your here and now, mm-hmm. but with data. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's don't it's it's like taking it to the extremes. Mm-hmm. You can look forward and think that oh, you know, there are a few things that are likely to happen. Yeah. That's fine. You're not overdoing it. Just remember that you have to worry about the now. Yes. At the same time, don't just get focused in on what's happening now and be blind to what you need to in the future. Right. Or it, where your road is leading. Right. Because sometimes we'll take a path and then that path is not leading where you want to go. Yeah. But we're too focused on how far we're stumbling all over the place to take the next fork in the road. Right. To get off that path. So when in doubt, talk it out. Yeah. You know, like find find it. somebody and, and talk about what you're worried about. Yeah. See, see what they have to say. Like, right. Yeah. Input. Data. Well, and it always helps to like, what are my action steps? Mm-hmm. What can oh, I yeah. do? What do I have control over right now? That was a big one for me and Jen in the beginning. Yeah. Because she used to panic about everything. And I'd be like, can you control this? Yeah. And she'd be like, no, no. Like, I, Then don't worry about it. Right. You've done what you can do. The rest has to happen naturally. Right. Because otherwise it's just so overwhelming mm-hmm. when you feel the weight of something enormous. When you're really your responsibility is this big. And right. you're carrying this massive pack that doesn't belong to you. Put it down. <laughs> you picked it up from someone else and then you kept adding to it. Put it down. It's not yours. <laughs> Knock it off. Uh, like, do your little responsibility and then yeah. wait it out. Are you ready for a break? Yeah. That with that ooh. Well, and I was looking at the time. Yes. We got, we got to keep going because she has an appointment. Yeah. So. We're actually doing really well on time today. Good. So good. I'm happy. Uh, what are we going to cover in the second half? In the second half, I think we need to go more um, like specific. Okay. So maybe on the medical end. Ah, yes. Perfect. Um, yeah. That's. it's a whole thing let's do that yeah all right friends what do they gotta do um send me a thousand dollars on venmo and then after you've done that i need you to to hydrate or dihydrate yes please hydrate don't choose the dihydrate option no don't do that that's not allowed it's not really an option no it's it's just there for the funsies (laughs) um have a snack because you are a snack it's true obligatory snack there you go. Take a break if you're in the middle of something and you need to. Right. Don't overdo it. Yeah. Pace yourself. Mm-hmm. Take a minute just to like sit with yourself and recognize if you're overdoing it right this moment. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Check in with you, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, find some sunlight or do something nice for yourself. Exactly. Get cozy. And this this is the sign that you've been waiting for to buy that thing. I can tell there's something you've been wanting and now is the time to do it get a puppy i didn't say it oh my god a child brought a puppy to work this week was it adorable (gasps) tiny squishy baby they're healer boxer pit mixes and they're just the sweetest and i told my husband i was like i almost fell in love they brought a puppy and they're good salespeople. you did fall in love but you were able to sweet he was like we cannot have another dog and i was like i know (laughs) <laughs> I know. But then part of me the was pain. like, but what if I get Chris a puppy? Oh, I was and about to I say that. It's like, what, what would happen if Jen a might puppy kill happened? me if I was like, oh, I found this magic $300 for this puppy. Um, and uh, now you have a puppy. Enjoy. I, I think my life would be enriched, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that because now I got to get you a puppy. <laughs> All right, guys. Get we'll, the puppy. We'll see you in a bit. Yeah. We'll we'll be back. Promise. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.
Hey guys, did you know that Fantastic Paints now has a website? On our website, you can find our shop where we will be opening up for custom t-shirts and orders there. You can also find access to our PayPal, Winky Wink. You can buy us a coffee anytime. We would love that. You can also see some of our blog articles, access to recent episodes and our TikTok and uh, get in contact with us. You can also find a link to our Discord, which is getting updated pretty soon to include new channels and some games. We would also like to thank our producer for setting up the website. Thank you for supporting us and enjoy the rest of the show. Indeed, thank you. Welcome back. How was your break? Did you do things? Any other things? Maybe it's a thing. We did. Yeah. We found food. Yeah. And we went outside and it was very cold. Took the cat with us. Yeah. <laughs> to punish him. <laughs> he wanted it. Whatever. And then we talked to our grandfather and we got our title. Yes. Actually. So if you haven't read the title yet. Yeah. The, the original title was Life Without Expectations, I think. Mm-hmm. Or living without expectations. That was the working the title. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what is our new title? Oh, I forgot Do you already. Recall? It is No Expectations, Just Possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is a great way to put it. Yeah. And we I knew he would like it. Like after we told I him know. Like, it would be like, perfect. I know. I was like, he's going to love this one. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Life is full of possibilities and different avenues and crazy decision trees that go on and on forever and ever and ever. <laughs> We're so. just AI chatbots. That's all. <laughs> that's how they program those things. Mm -hmm. But we were going to jump into more specifics, like yes. examples of yeah. of things that we've experienced. Right. Right. Uh, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So where should we start? You want to um, start with, let's, yeah. Um, let's go possible diagnoses first. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So, We've talked about this before with the like trying on different hats, basically, right? Mm -hmm. But we're never stuck on one. There's never been anything aside from like, no, we need to be diagnosed with EDS because that's the only way we're going to get the care that we need. Right. And we meet the criteria and you just don't believe in it. Um, We're never stuck on a diagnosis like, no, it has to be this one. Right. It's got to be this one. It's going to be this one. That's... That's not how it functions. Right. <laughs> not how it should function because that no. can get really unhealthy really fast. Well, and it's um, it's something I noticed when we were talking earlier, too, is it it all leads to heartbreak. Yes. When when you're set yeah. on something and you've decided it has to be this thing mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen. Right. It hurts way more. Yes. Like, you you know, we it's like we, we're already saying we don't want to get our hopes up. Like right. we do it. We we would like it to be this. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if it's not, it's not going to hurt us. Right. Right. Well, and it goes back to that piece of um, like allowing, I don't know, the wrong answers or allowing instances of disappointment to lead to better things. Yes. So sometimes there's a no and we don't want to hear it and it hurts, but maybe that no has more and varied options oh, yeah. All the ahead time. for you. So. We've Being open to encountering those no's mm -hmm. and open to encountering the disappointments and even just like that option, that like possibility that it was hanging there, the worst thing happened. Yeah. But maybe it's going to lead somewhere okay. It usually does. I yeah. mean, as long as you're you're being objective. Yeah. Right. And you're 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 taking in your options. Yeah. And you're not trying to push for it because that's when things get really bad, I think, is when you get a no. 
Mm-hmm. And then you're like, N- I'm going to force this somehow. Right. Like you see that all the time with people, uh, especially in like pain management, mm-hmm. when they're like, I need this thing and I need it now. Um, you know what I mean? Like I've I've heard people get really upset when they don't get like gabapentin. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's like they you can there are other things. Right. But they really want the gabapentin right then and there. Right. And then it, then they force it and then they become like this problem patient yeah. because they can't accept other things. It's like right. what you were doing with um the uh what's it called? Low dose nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're being you're open like, to yeah, it. We're gonna see. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what will happen and I'm okay with that. Right. We're gonna track it. It'll yeah. be cool. Yeah, but... it'll be exciting. So stick around. We're doing that I think on the fourteenth. Yeah. Fifteenth? Something. Coming know. up. Yeah. But soon it's it's i mean that's a really good example of it though yeah you weren't like you know i'm not going to do this right it's not gonna happen i'm gonna stick with my current treatment plan (laughs) yeah no because that's the thing like we don't know what we don't know Mm -hmm. and there are so many options and sometimes we close ourselves off to other treatment options because we just don't know about them right and we we feel safe with what is known yeah. And that's really the trick of it. And it's about that like control over your own environment and yeah. what's going on with you and your own body. And you're like, well, I feel safe with this medication. Right. Like we could have been the same way switching from like Gabapentin to Lyrica. Right. Being like, when no. we made that jump. But being like, well, my brother had bad experiences. We're not going to do that. Exactly. It was like, yeah, well, okay, we'll get a video. We'll try it. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. It also works in, in the other sense. So like if there's... If there's something that you want to try, like, well, in the medical system, exactly, specifically, there are things that you'll get stuck in, like, because of your insurance and, like, the requirements. Oh, yeah. Like, you'll the be like, I've heard about bit. this thing, and yeah. then you get, you get denied because you're not, you know. Right. And it's another situation where you could get your hopes up being like, yeah. I heard really good things about this treatment, but you can't qualify for it. Right. And that's painful. Yeah. That's hard, especially when you're, like. Well, and we've we've seen this with other things where insurance is like, yeah, that's the only treatment and yeah. it's not going to happen. Exactly. That one is the worst. That's really screwed up and I'm sorry. Well, isn't that conversation fun when it's like, here's this thing that works for 80% of the people. Right. But we don't cover that. You are screwed. <laughs> and so, you're like, thanks for informing me right. of how I don't get to try the thing. Yeah, They're like, you could pay $150 a month to give it a go yeah and then be sad when you can't afford it forever Mm -hmm. what yeah yeah that's a mess but and i think that goes into like we just we just don't know right there's so many things that share so many similarities that do different things like people who are like oh i've tried antidepressants and you're like all of them right no, you haven't. That always Not makes me them. so sad when I know. when you read you that. Like, up. I tried one and then it didn't work, and then that was it. Yeah, and they didn't even give it like the full right. trial period. And you're yeah, like, but it could have worked, or something else could have worked. Yeah, you know. Right. Well, that's the thing is like, don't give up. Like, there are so many things out there, mm-hmm. and there are so many doctors out there, and like, you're gonna come across crappy doctors. They're gonna suck sometimes, oh, and yeah. you're gonna want to be like. Okay, never mind. I'm going to go. I don't even want to finish this appointment. It's terrible. Because I've had those before where you're like, can we just bail right now? Because this is not good. Or 
you could have a doctor who um, is a specialist in something and then tells you that this is what this this term means and then you could try and correct them and then they could be like no no it's wrong you're wrong i'm yeah. right uh-huh. it, even though you know that you are in fact correct it's infuriating and they just can't let the ego down so that they can't be like oh you're right my bad i made right. a mistake right so you could give up yeah and then never know beyond that mm-hmm. like you're closing that door for yourself instead of like yeah. okay that did not work let's try something different right well it's like we said possibilities if yeah. you if you look at it more like possibilities mm-hmm. like a, a shut door is just possibilities in another form yeah oh yeah absolutely. right so like what we said a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about trying diagnosis on mm-hmm. like if we're like you get to a dead end like no that that doesn't fit yeah and then you revisit something in like a year and then you find out that right that no actually meant that you can try this other thing out and right exactly like and some doors don't stay shut forever oh no like you you're gonna come back to it it's just not we get so obsessed about the timelines of things yes and we're like well what if it's not now it doesn't exist and mm-hmm. you're like that is not how that works and <laughs> i really hope that's not how you function because you're gonna be sorely disappointed a lot of the time yeah um or people are like oh i don't make doctor's appointments because they won't see me for six weeks and you're like how many six weeks have you gone yeah. without making an appointment? I had that moment when I had the like two-year genetic wait. I was yeah. like, I don't want to see the geneticist because it's going to take two years. But I've, right. we waited it out. It's a long time. And then we got to the geneticist and he turned out to not be helpful. He was terrible. So like that's a perfect example. The possibilities opened up from there. Yeah. Because we were able to go into different specialists mm-hmm. for other things. And then, yeah. you yeah. know, it, it was it was frustrating. Yes. Right. But not the end of the road. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You are the only person who gets to decide where it ends. Mm-hmm. So don't self-sabotage. Please. If you can help it. There yeah. are so many options. Yeah. Now, going into like medical results, this applies the same ooh, applies the same way mm-hmm. where we can fear a result. Oh, yeah. And have no control over what the result's going to be because you can't. You mm-hmm. can't make it come faster. You can't like... Well, you're not going to change what you're it not going to be able to interpret it, even if you could get the result. Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to have to just wait. And hopefully not spin yourself up because it could be dire or it could also not. That happened with that brain mass that I had. Yeah. That was just dropped on me randomly. Yeah. And they're like, well, we're not going to get the results for two weeks. Remember when I had that breast lump that turned out to be yeah. a busted vein that bled into the tissue? Yeah. Yeah. That must have been real fun. Like, you know, it's only terrifying. Other people were more worried than I was. Yeah. And and, and we tend to function that way Mm -hmm. just in general. Because when I hear like, oh, I had to go to the ER, we're like, oh, Oh. did what did you learn? Exactly. (laughs) How did that go? (laughs) Like, I've actually had to, like, catch myself with other people. Because like when we talk about it, right, we're we're just like, okay, so we went to the ER. But if if someone else says it, they're kind of expecting you to be like, oh, no. What happened? But I'll be like, oh, what's going on? (laughs) You okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, we're kind of monsters that way. It it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Ugh. My back is mad. Mm. It's because I've been limping for so long. And oh, now, you're, yeah, your entire posture. Now I have been... a foot again, and my body's like, why? What is this? <laughs> we forgot about this. How do we use it? So, oh, we also wanted to talk about like health insurance. Yeah. And how. Those environmental stressors. Yes. Where we live in a really screwed up world that is not friendly or kind or helpful 
to people with disabilities of any kind yeah or illnesses of any kind function functional or <laughs> not go. that was weird i didn't even touch it yeah it shocked me and then it stopped weird i'm electric she's an electric pokemon um sorry where was i we were talking about insurance and oh yeah how you how those stressors affect you yeah and they're 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 annoying because they're more prevalent they're like they're higher up in your priority list yeah and you have zero control over most of this exactly especially if you're somebody who can't work yeah because there's a lot of us Mm -hmm. and like i work and i am like functional but it's it takes absolutely everything Everything. i have oh yeah to be as functional as i am Mm -hmm. there's no like leftovers (laughs) no it's not like it's every day is a struggle yeah i don't want to sound mean but like but it is it is every day is like i have to you're consciously forcing your way through it every day (laughs) uphill both ways in the snow carrying a moose on my back it's yeah it's not like you show up to school do the school and then come home right it's wake up fight yourself yeah. fight yourself and then fight yourself some more uh-huh. and while you're working at the same time yeah and then crash around like 1 o'clock mm-hmm. and then have to push through that crash to make it through the rest of the day right and then go home in the crash and try to continue eat some to do things food yeah. to nourish the body like it's not easy Mm-mm. it's not easy either way doesn't right. matter on your functionality <sighs> And those environmental stressors can be really difficult when you're talking about like money oh, that you God. need yes. to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, people on fixed incomes, mm-hmm. where that fixed income may not go up with inflation. Oh God, no! And that is terrifying to have somebody who's like, "Yeah, my entire paycheck goes to feeding me and housing me, and now my rent's gone up seven hundred dollars, and I can't afford that." Right. So, what do we do now? It's those are the tough, toughest ones when it's out of your control mm-hmm. and the immediate answer isn't apparent. Right. And there are seemingly limitless and very limited options. Right. Yes. In theory, you have access to all this stuff. You yeah. could you just get a new job. You could just right. just do this thing. Uh-huh. But it's never that simple. Right. And so you're stuck in the situation where you're out of control. You're stressed out and you're kind of in limbo. Yeah. Limbo is the hardest place to be. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's super, super difficult to have to just hang in the middle. Yeah. Not one thing, not the other. It's just <clears throat> the world we live in is not friendly to our kind. No. <laughs> no. And I've been in that situation. Like yeah. I said earlier, like when we were losing the house, yeah. when we were like the roommates were jobless and I was jobless and we we're all mm. trying to figure it out. Right. And my my early 20s brain was like this is all my fault i've ruined everything i don't deserve help i'm gonna live in the dark room all alone and never talk to people ever again because i'm a horrible person yeah clearly hello welcome depression i have failed everything ever (laughs) i am rotten but yeah and i i could handle it now because of all the experience right but at the time there was no there was no like take a step back it's okay yeah take it one step at a time and work your way through. Yeah. It was just everything all at once. The other thing is that there are usually procedures out there for those kind of things. Yeah. But the problem is, is that they make them so hard to access. Yeah, exactly. And so this is where you've got to just do what you can do and persevere through all the bullshit, really. Right. 
like <laughs> you're gonna get denied for medic or for disability the yep. first time you apply in the united states the end that's it yep does that deter a lot of people yes. probably right you get denied and you're like okay i guess i will continue to suffer and they stop but there's a process and if you follow the process you can get to the end and hopefully have what you need yeah it's just hard to have to persevere through it and keep having those no's pile up in the hope of getting a yes later. Right. Ugh. So resilience is the thing <laughs> in those situations. And it's hard because I know the feeling of like, I don't want to be strong anymore. I don't want to persevere. I don't want it to be okay. I want, I want it to stop. Yeah. I want it. I like, I want to not have to like wait for it to be okay anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. It's hard. It is hard, but if you are alive now, you've done it. Fact. You've already done it. So we know you can. Yeah. You know you can. Do it. It's there is okay. empirical evidence to prove that you have made it this far. Right. You've exactly. overcome. And that's the thing. Things get different. And with jobs and, I mean, if you're on disability, you're on Medicaid, right? Mm -hmm. So you have some protection there. But then you have people with like jobs that they're having to, like struggling to work, right? Yeah. But if they stop, their health insurance is at risk. Right. And that is scary. And so you find yourself in this like in limbo, right? Rock in a hard place. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to just persevere through the rock in the hard place until you're squished out the other end. <laughs> yeah. No, legit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of caving videos lately. Yeah. And it's like those. Those, those belly oh, crawls that people oh. have to do. It's not comfortable. Yeah. And the only way out is forward. It's scary. It's But you got to do it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to stay in it. Mm -hmm. and you don't want to do that either. Yeah. Don't, don't stay in the cave. It's got spiders. You don't want spiders. Especially between. No. Yeah. No. No, thank you. Mm -mm. I, I don't know why I did that to myself because it makes me really anxious. Yeah. But I love it. <laughs> like, I there was a time when I almost went caving. Like, became really? like as like a spelunking. hobbyist. Yeah, because uh, there was a bunch of caves in Deming. There's like a cave system underground yeah. and all sorts in the mountains. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, I want to go. And my stepdad was like, dangerous. No. <laughs> and I was like, you went. And he was like, and I hated it. It was dangerous and scary. <laughs> it's like, OK, fair. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's hard, but mm. you got to do it. The only way through it is through it. Right. And that sucks. And don't isolate yourself. Yeah. Like we said before. Please. You can reach out to people. It may not seem like it, especially if it's like a financial situation. Yeah. Maybe you just need to talk it through. Right. You know, there are other ways you can get help other than being like, I just need money. Give me money. Right. Well, and there, like, I had a friend who was struggling with, like, making rent and was panicking because there were a bunch of things that were piling up. Yeah. And finally reached out to an in-law. And they sat down and they helped them budget and financially plan. Yeah. And like they are willing and happy to help you. And different people will offer you different things as far as help. But you're not alone. Right. And you don't have to be alone. And it's not your like maybe maybe it might be a little bit your fault. But like, even if it, it is entirely your fault. It's a blame game. It just is a like what's next. Right. I was going to say even if even if it is your fault. It's you're not alone. Right. You don't deserve it. Right. 
you oh know, yeah mistakes Th- that's happen. what i was trying to get to is like you don't deserve it right it doesn't have to be blame it doesn't have to be punishment it's happening what are you gonna do mm-hmm. what what is your next action step yeah so because i know personally i'll help if i can in any way yeah you know oh, absolutely i'm sure that you have someone in your life that is like that that will yeah. figure something out or at least try mm-hmm. yeah they're there for you and we're here for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you can always reach out to us or like we said in the discord and that's not chilling it's just because we love our people so much and we appreciate them yeah wholeheartedly and deeply we're gonna love bomb them and a little bit like painfully <laughs> it's very weird <laughs> to be like why do we attract these wonderful humans what's wrong with us we don't deserve you what's right with us huh yeah, oh, yeah. But in the end, like, remember that you can't predict the future. Right. You You don't know. And it's okay not to know. Yeah. I mean, and it's that trap where, like, you can you can anticipate things Mm -hmm. and be prepared. Yeah. But you don't want to uh, assume things and then break your heart when it doesn't go the way you assumed it would. Well, and I feel like the most dangerous one is when you are predicting those like possibilities mm-hmm. and you get stuck on one and then you're predicting possibilities from that one and, and it's from that one that, yeah. and from that one when in reality oh my god what is happening there, there? you go got it um in reality it's not real <laughs> nothing you're worried about is real until it has happened yep that's huge yeah you got keeping that in mind is you know like what is actually going on right this second right their concepts Mm -hmm. like their ideas but they're not real until it's happening that's Mm it (laughs) i smell food i do too okay (laughs) smells like food in here interesting yeah you good i think so anything else no wrap it up we can wrap it up i think hopefully we talked about everything that you were hoping to get out of it and if not let us know in, in the Discord or right. in the comments. Yeah. Wherever wherever you found us. We're happy to conv- continue. Continue. Help. Continue the con. con- oh, my God. The conversation. <laughs> Sorry. My, like, under jaw is spasming. Oh. And I can't control my tongue. Fair. Totally fair. We would fair. love to continue the conversation. See, I can speak. She did it. I know how. <laughs> she- Karen just doesn't let me do it. But, yeah, so. let us know. And then we're still working on the accountability buddy system. Yes. Um, we that have, channel is open, though. We do have input. We need to go through and have Jen set up the finalized system. But if you're if you're interested in that, check out the Discord. Awesome. That was just something I forgot about that oh, I yeah. wanted to cover. Yes. Because it's really cool. It's an exciting thing. Yeah. And the most important thing is, like, don't punish yourself for stuff. Right. And if you have goals that you're, like, working toward and you hit those roadblocks keep going it's okay like me i i couldn't work out this week and right. i i wanted to be really upset about it but yeah. at the same time it's like it would have been bad yeah it would not well, have been productive and... and i sucked at quitting smoking this week but you know what this was a cursed week it was bad from the start and yeah. i did what i could to get through it and there's still tomorrow so <laughs> yeah but yeah hopefully you guys got something out of this it was a good conversation i think I think so too. It was a really fun one to have, mm-hmm. and our grandfather liked it. So. Yeah, it's we're just chilling for him at this point, right? He's just the coolest. I'm sorry. He's an international assassin. Yeah. He travels around assassinating He's the evil. Spy guy. 
he, he may seem like he's in his 80s, but he's actually in his 80s and an assassin. <laughs> he's spry. He might assassinate your children. But, you know. Yeah, if they don't stop leaving cereal on the floor. <laughs> Everywhere. And then throwing away the note I explaining <laughs> it. That's messed up. Oh. Rory, bro. Shame. For shame, child. All right, my loves. I think we're going to call it here. Because yep. I got to get in the car and go do an MRI on my ankle for fun. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what I do with my time. <laughs> fun times. <laughs> fun times. Um. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for watching or listening. Mm -hmm. um, Thanks for being there. Yeah. Just in general. Like, like we can't reiterate enough how yes. important it is to us that you guys enjoy this and, mm -hmm. and that you stick around. Yeah. You guys are amazing. And we are so incredibly lucky to have the crew that we have and like people putting forth ideas mm -hmm. that we can build on and put out there. So, thank you. And thanks for all the love. Always. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate it. We might shrink a little bit, but we appreciate it. We do. Yeah. All right. We're going to call it. Its name is now Bob. You and can't Bob call a podcast Bob. To, <laughs> it's my podcast, and I can call it whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie reference. If you yes. got it good for you if good not job. it's okay don't worry about it but what 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 should they do oh oh it's like that's not how that goes that is but how okay that goes. i guess that is how it goes now be kind to you yeah be kind to others and we will see you in the next one bye, bye. Or be mean to others. Be mean to yourself. Don't. Never be no, nice ever. Don't do that. Teach them a lesson. Stop it. They deserve this. Just walk you away. You are perfect. They are flawed. Don't listen to me. I'm I'm manic. He's clearly not a mortician, so. That. Just... I'm not a mortician. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that one. <laughs> Bah, bah, there we go.